Welcome back to Live and Learn. I'm your host, Christian Saavedra. Thank you for joining me. Today, I would like to dive into the idea of setting boundaries and really, you know, question, are you aware of your freedom of the things that you do every day? You know, from the first thing you do in the morning, whether it's pick up your phone and go on social media or, you know, pick up your phone and read the news or turn on the TV and watch the news, whatever it is that you do, are you aware of how many decisions you've made for yourself or how many decisions are being made for yourself? And one of the many conversations that I've had with my older sister, uh, I remember a while back we were talking about, you know, just the idea of you're in charge of your own happiness and you're in charge of making sure that you're doing the things that you really want to do with your time. And, you know, from a young age, I think I was empowered by my grandmother to say no and to obviously deal with consequences of saying no, but also she did a good job of empowering me to set strong boundaries for myself. Uh, it's the same reason why I grew up not doing drugs or drinking in an environment where it was full of gangs and violence. And I was able to stand my ground and say no and walk away from those situations. Um, and so as I self-diagnosed myself and, and started thinking about you know, how did I learn to say no? How did I learn to walk away? How did I learn to walk away from peer pressure? And I thought maybe this was uh, an important factor to discuss because in the era that we live in now, I think we all suffer a little bit from fear of missing out and we might end up saying yes to too many things. So back to the conversation that I had with my sister, you know, she she challenged me and said, you know, are, are you, you know, are, are you playing the victim in this situation or are you being held, holding yourself accountable? And, and ultimately, you know, you have to know that anything that you do within your 24 hours that you get every day, you're in charge of those decisions. And if you choose to say yes to too many things, you can't blame anybody else. You have to own it. And, um, you know, saying yes has consequences and say no uh, have consequences. And so I thought, okay, well, that sounds utopic and all, but, um, you know, I don't have kids, so I can't really practice that. But I, I really thought about how from a young age, it's rare that you would see negotiations between parents and kids about certain decisions. I think, and, and I'm not by any means casting judgment on parents for saying the the famous, you know, because I'd said so. Uh, but I really thought, man, how often do children feel like they're not in control of their decisions? And obviously some decisions need to be made for them. Um, but the importance of teaching young kids to negotiate and to to make those decisions for themselves and to give them options so that they can feel like they're in control of their emotions and they're in control of their decisions. I thought that was an interesting thing to talk about because too many people nowadays, I feel like, are growing up with the idea of 
you know, life is unfair and life um, maybe with the idea of choices are already made for them and, and, and this hopelessness of, you know, well, just it is what it is type of deal. And the one thing that I learned from that conversation with my sister was that you are responsible for your own happiness and there's freedom and not being the victim of your circumstances. And that freedom comes from choosing to say no to the things you don't want to do. Um, and I think as I look at, you know, my two sisters and my little brother, I would say probably the best one out of all of us uh, doing the things that he really wants to do uh, is my little brother, Alejandro. Um, you know, he's never really gone with, with the flow. He's always done his own thing and, and he never really, you know, caved into any pressure. And, and it used to frustrate me whenever we would um, have discussions. But as I've grown older, I've realized that he really is just living his life and experiencing the things that he wants to experience. And, uh, you know, more, more power to his parents for allowing him to have that freedom to, to negotiate through his uh, decisions. So, you know, the importance of setting those boundaries is, is huge because whether you're at work or you are in a relationship or, you know, you're deciding the weekend plans, it's really important that you stay true to those boundaries because, like I said, when you say yes to too many things, all of a sudden you start feeling guilty for maybe not prioritizing the right stuff and maybe for uh, having an, <laughs> an overbooked schedule uh, when really you want to maybe spend some time at home. Um, so as I thought about the importance of boundaries, I, I really wanted to dive into the fact that we do have to prioritize our own happiness. And the way we can do that is by taking that power back and making sure that we understand that we are in control of our emotions, that we can make the certain decisions for ourselves. And sure, there are consequences to saying no, and there are consequences to setting those boundaries, but to have those healthy relationships with people, boundaries are important, you know? And, and a lot of times when I hear people that are not having the best time with their lives, uh, it boils down to weak boundaries and, and not being able to walk away from certain things and not being able to um, just not take because I said so for an answer and, and challenge the status quo. Um, you know, I've recently taken a new job as a student success coordinator. And one of the biggest roles is to challenge the status quo and to work with those kids that maybe uh, struggle at home or struggle in the classroom. And one of the things that I want to instill in those kids that I'll be working with, the students I'll be working with, is the importance of making those choices for themselves and not repeating the cycles that they've seen in the past and taking ownership of their future. Um, because I think that's important. I think in whatever circle you're in, it's really important that you take control and that you put away uh, you know, the victim mentality and you as small as those decisions might seem, whether it is, uh, you know, the time that you wake up or the time that you go to bed, just the little things that you control, uh, taking ownership of those can really be liberating. And so 
I don't know. I thought I, I would share how the importance of boundaries with you guys and, and how honestly it's as I've grown up and as I've practiced those at home and with my friends and at work, um, I've really realized that I'm a happier person. Uh, I do the things that I want to do. I, of course, I sometimes have to compromise because that's called being an adult. Uh, but for the most part, if I do end up doing some things that I might not be as pleased about him, I understand that I made that choice and there are consequences for me bending that boundary. And, you know, so I would challenge you to rethink some of those boundaries that you, maybe you're letting somebody else run for you and to take ownership of those and ultimately take ownership of your decisions and your days. And, you know, you get so many hours that you're awake and you might as well spend them doing things you want to do. Um, but it's not just boundaries that you set with others. You know, it's, uh, I read the other day that the commitments that we make to ourselves are the most important commitments. And so as you think about that, you know, when you tell yourself, I'm going to start eating healthier, or I'm going to start exercising, or I'm going to prioritize my happiness. And all of a sudden, because you're busy or because whatever life throws at you, you start breaking that commitment to yourself. You're really creating a lot of anxiety and you're creating a lot of uncertainty for yourself. And when you're the one to blame, you know, it can be a really challenging feeling to get through because that commitment that you made to yourself is so important. And, you know, what, what I've learned is that people look at the commitments that you have with yourself and a lot of times they might judge how you're going to handle the commitments with others based on the strong commitments that you had to yourself. Uh, as a coach, I try to think about those commitments, whether it's fitness or uh, you know, sleeping early or, or, or tracking my water intake because I want my players to know that I am making those strong commitments for myself and that it matters that I live a life of a champion uh, because that's ultimately what I want them to live like. And so I would challenge you to look at the commitments that not only you made to others, but the ones you've made to yourself and to value the commitments that you've made to yourself because those are really the most important ones, you know, to value your happiness and to value um, who you are because no matter what situation you're in you're important and you're here and you matter to people and in order for you to be able to make somebody else smile you have to make sure that you're making yourself smile first um, I once heard that there's a reason why when you're in an airplane and they're giving you the safety guidelines they first tell you to put a mask on yourself first before helping others and I thought that was powerful when I heard that because you know, we can't provide oxygen for anybody else if if we're suffocating. So, you know, every time I do these talks, I, I try to challenge people at least one or two things. And um, the one thing that I would challenge you this time is to prioritize yourself, to prioritize your happiness, to rethink some boundaries that are causing you anxiety, to try say no to a few more things and say yes to the activities or decisions that will make you happier. Of course, anytime, like I said, anytime you say no, there are consequences. But again, if the consequence leads you to a happier life or a life that you feel like you're in control, then I, I would say it's worth it. Uh, if you're in contact with children, if you are 
you know, whether a teacher or if you have kids, I would challenge you to, I don't know about negotiation is the right word, but I would challenge you to explain, to explain to kids, you know, why is it that, that you're having them make certain decisions or why is it that, you know, they need a curfew? Why is it that it's important that they eat healthier? Uh, explain the, the, those things to them. Because I think if we start earlier explaining those things to kids and having them, you know, empowered to make those choices for themselves, then they can live a happier life as they grow up. Because like I said, a lot of times uh, that's when it starts, when we start making those decisions for ourselves. Uh, I was blessed uh, that my grandmother you know, raised me with, uh, I don't know that she negotiated a lot with me, but she always explained certain decisions that she would make. And she would always tell me, you know, that the why of things and, and how, you know, the decisions that she was making for myself and herself were for uh, the, to create a happier lifestyle and to create a better quality of life. Uh, so I would challenge you to, you know, to take the time to explain that if you are a leader of children or young people to try to stay away from saying, you know, because I said so, and I, I understand I, I'm probably coming from a utopic world where, you know, obviously I, I don't have kids. So you probably, if you do have kids, you're rolling your eyes thinking, yeah, whatever, just wait until you have your own. Uh, but I would just challenge you to take the extra 30 seconds to explain your decisions to to your kids because maybe you're the one that's teaching them those boundaries and the ability for them to make those decisions for themselves. Um, and the other one would be, like I said, to keep up the commitments that you make to yourself. Um, you know, whether it's you're going to walk for 10 minutes or you're going to drink more water, uh, whatever it might be, whatever commitments you've made to yourself, they're really the most important commitments out of all of them. You know, I'm sure you've heard the the saying of uh, that the company that you work for will replace you if you weren't to show up, you know? And, and so, but the family, the people that are at home that love you, they, they can never replace you. So it's important that you take care of yourself so that you can be happier with those people around you that love you. So, yeah, I thought it was a good message to talk to you guys about, you know, boundaries uh, my wife and I have those conversations all the time where, uh, you know, we're working on making sure that when we feel frustrated with each other or maybe we feel like we're not seeing eye to eye, that we don't just, uh, you know, start name calling or saying, you know, things that are just not going to get us anywhere. But we actually uh, try to talk those things out and and, uh, and understand that it's important that we explain to each other, you know, which boundary we've crossed or 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 why is it that. That we're feeling a certain way so i would challenge you to to rethink those boundaries for yourself and to to stick to it and um to commit to it uh if i were gonna recommend a book uh the one that i'm reading currently it's called permission to feel by mark brackett uh, i would go into details but i'm only in the first hour of it i'm, I'm listening to it and really uh the best thing that I've heard on it is the importance of naming the feelings that you have, right? And so uh, I think you have to allow yourself to to name that feeling, uh, whether it's happy or sad or anxious. And once you name it, once you've kind of realized what you're feeling, to to understand why it is that you're feeling that way. So if I was going to recommend you a, a book, that's the one that I would recommend because I'm reading it currently and it's really good for um, really understanding, especially with this 
great world that we're living in right now with COVID and we don't know whether whether it's it's still here or it's not or it's gonna come back. Um I think being in tune with our feelings and understanding what we're going through right now is really important. And so somebody I was in a meeting this weekend and uh oh man I'm trying to remember exactly what they said, but um one of the teachers that was in the meeting with me said, you know, last year as educators, um the building was on fire, but the firefighters were there and the ambulances were there and we had the resources and everybody knew what to expect. And this year, the building's still on fire, uh, still burning, uh, but we all just have a bucket to deal with it. And I thought that was a kind of a funny representation of what's going on, at least in my job, where we're kind of in the middle. We don't know whether we're moving forward or all of a sudden, you know, we have another shutdown. Like we're just in this gray area. So that can create a lot of anxiety and, and uh, dealing with uncertainty. So a counselor at the school that I work at recommended this book, and I'm really loving it because it's helped me put a name to the feelings that I'm feeling at the moment. So again, whether you are a young person that's dealing with uh, broken, broken boundaries, uh, you know, whether you're sitting in school and thinking, man, I wonder if this teacher knew how I felt, if, if it would make a difference, you know, obviously don't yell it out in front of everybody and embarrass yourself, but take the time to explain that to your teachers, uh, to your parents, to your significant other Hey, you know, when you broke this boundary or when you, when I said to stop or when I said for, for you to stop yelling at me, um, I really meant that. And, and um, I would challenge you to be brave and stand up for the things that, that you believe in, uh, because ultimately we only get one life and uh, we might as well live a happy one. So thank you for listening. <laughs>